With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Guggenheim. The playoff committee gave their answer into who the top four teams will be that will compete for a national championship. And I'm going to go scorched earth on this. If you like the podcast, make sure to like, follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcast Apple, Google, Spotify. Make sure to send us emails if you have questions or you want to get any thoughts. Follow us on X and on Instagram. Big Ten Football Talk is the handle. And then, of course, if you want to email me, Big Ten Football Talk at gmail.com. Before I get into the playoff rankings and the playoff rankings, Michigan number one, Washington number two, Texas number three, Alabama number four. Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, all on the outside looking in, which I think Georgia and Ohio State made sense. Florida State, we're going to talk about them. Before I do, though, I want to do a couple things. One, I I don't do this often, but I am going to take a bit of a victory lap because I, I said on my picks pod that I thought the teams that would win, all five of them won. Not only that, I either nailed, uh, got very close to the score, or I nailed the point differential in almost all of them. And I I say that mostly because, one, the Lord gave me a, uh, a, a, a week where, I actually seemed like I knew what I was talking about. So, you know, going back, I picked Washington over Oregon. I thought Washington was better than people were giving him credit for. I thought Oregon kind of feasted on just not not great teams. And I, I thought Oregon was, I think when they, they get a team that they're not as good as, they can exploit them better than maybe Washington can. So I... I picked 37 to 31. The final was 34-31 Washington. Uh, With Texas and Oklahoma State, I thought Texas was going to be dominant in that game. And I picked 49-21. Score was 38-10. It was a point differential of 28, which is what I picked. Score was different, but the point differential was the same. In Alabama, Georgia, I picked Alabama to win. I picked them to win 31-24. They won 27-24. With 
Michigan and Iowa, it was probably the game I was most off on. I picked 38 to 10. Well, or no, 38 to 6. Sorry, 38 to 6. I don't know what I was thinking, picking Iowa to score six points. I I picked a point differential of 32. Michigan won by 26. And in the ACC championship game, I picked 27-17 Florida State. It was 16 to 6 Florida State over Louisville. 10 point differential. So I was I was a little off on the how the games progressed, you know, much less offense uh in the ACC championship game and quite honestly, much less offense than I expected in the Big 10 championship game, particularly from Michigan. But I would just like to say I think job well done. So I feel like I did my job better than the college football playoff committee. So that's 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 one thought. My second thought was uh, the Big Ten is, I think, in a, a really great position moving forward, right? Michigan, the number one seed. Washington, the number two seed. I think both of them obviously have tough draws. You kind of have to get tough draws in in the playoff, right? You know, Michigan getting Alabama. I, 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 you know, just, just to lay all my cards down, I've been saying, I think Alabama's going to win. If they got into the playoff, I think they'll win because of coaching. Uh, I do think Jalen Milrow is playing really good football. It's not to say, I think, I think it's, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think, I think it'll be close. Um, but the fact that the Big Ten and future Big Ten teams nabbed up the top two spots, I think just goes to show the strength of the league and where it's going. So in the playoff committee, showing love to the Big Ten and the future of the Big Ten. So I think good on good on them, good on Michigan. Michigan has done what no other Big Ten team has done, which has earned the number one overall seed in the college football playoff. You know, Ohio State and Michigan State, the only other two teams that have made made the tournament. I think the highest Ohio State got was second. Michigan State, I believe, was third. And Michigan gets to be a one seed, and their reward is Alabama. Good good job. But in, in all seriousness, big big thing for Michigan. Props to them for, for getting it done, getting it done in the Big Ten Championship game. I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they do against uh, against Alabama this year. Let's let's talk about the the selection committee or the 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 decision for selection. I I'll get into bowl games, I'll get into where Big 10 teams are going later on this week. I said because I picked all five teams I picked right, and I said the the committee would have a conundrum on their hands. And I said, I think what the committee will do is some form of Alabama, Washington, Michigan, and I think I said Florida State. I, I thought of all teams that would get left out, it'd be Texas. What shocked me was as things went on, Everybody was saying, you got to put Texas in, you got to put Alabama in, so therefore Florida State's out. 
And I'm like, there's, there's no way that you can leave an undefeated Power 5 team out. There's just no way that you can leave an undefeated Power 5 team. And then, and I, and I said on, my, on the, the previous show, the pick show, I said what I would do, and I think it's what makes sense logically, is I think Michigan and Washington are in. I think Florida State should be in. And I think Texas has the head-to-head over Alabama. Texas should be in. I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought I would wake up to see that a Power 5 undefeated team that played two non-conference games against SEC opponents not get picked for the playoff. It's, it's absolutely absurd. And just for anyone listening, this is not a podcast saying Alabama doesn't deserve it. I think Bama is great. I think they're really good. I think they have been getting better week in and week out. I also don't think they're dominant. I don't think that they are uh, just an expert team, right? They, they should have lost to Auburn. They struggled against weaker SEC teams. They struggled against Arkansas. They struggled against... uh, I'm trying to think who else they struggled against. They struggled against several SEC opponents that were subpar, right? But they, they beat Georgia. They beat Ole Miss. They beat LSU. Like, those are good wins. And they, they lost to a really good Texas team, right? So this is, this is not a critique of Alabama and being upset that Alabama as a team is in. I think Alabama is a great program. I think Nick Saban's one of the best coaches in all of college football. Maybe the best ever. Maybe the best coach in the history of college football. I think their talent, like they might be the most talented team in the country. All those things are true. They still lost a game. Isn't the whole thing about the the whole playoff committee, isn't the whole mantra like every game matters? Well, Florida State just played 13 games that didn't matter. And before anybody says, well, but they had a third string quarterback and he didn't look very good. That's, that's true. You know, you know what else is true? He probably wasn't going to play in the playoff because you had a second stringer who was in concussion protocol. You know what also is true? You have not given him time to build and to, to prove himself. He had one game against Florida and he didn't get to play another one to kind of show that maybe he's a little bit better. You didn't get that. So you don't know what Florida State actually looks like. But for Boo Kurrigan or whoever that guy is, who's the CFP spokesperson, to say, well, the first 10 games don't matter. 
Really? Isn't the point of the playoff to to figure out who the best teams are based on every single game? What are we doing? Like, what, what the actual heck are we doing when we say, hey, you, yeah, you, you, you played a great schedule. You know, you went out of conference. You did everything we asked you to. And you don't get to be in the playoff. What, what is this? Like, I could at least understand if Texas got left out, I, I think it would be stupid because of the head-to-head. But I, I could at least understand it because they have a loss. And, like, honestly, they, they, had, they played nobody in the, the last game. Like, Oklahoma State's not good, right? I could understand that. I could understand, but to basically look at Florida State and say, yeah, your first 10 games didn't don't matter because Jordan Travis isn't here. So, sorry, but you're not getting in. Like, is there any sport beside Division I college football that, that says if you don't win all of your games – you still don't get a, ch- a chance to win the highest prize in the sport. And I know th- that's happened before, I'm, I'm, but it, it should make alarm bells go off saying, oh, wait, they didn't lose. And the reason why they're out of our playoff is because of injury? And the bylaws of the playoff, it says that, you know, when you're evaluating teams that an injured player can, it can come into play in evaluating two teams. And, and, and I get that, right? I can understand that. That would make a lot of sense if Florida State lost a game. They did not lose. If you're comparing a one-loss Florida State and a one-loss Alabama, this whole thing is moot, right? Alabama's the you know has the better schedule, the better uh, the better wins, right? But Florida State doesn't have a loss. In fact, they beat a top fifteen team last night on the strength of a dominating defense. By the way, they also had more offense than Michigan last night. That should tell you something because nobody's questioning whether Michigan should be in, right? And and I'm not questioning that either. I'm not trying to say Michigan shouldn't be in. Uh, My point is, if, if you're going to dock a team because they looked bad in their conference championship game against a top 15 team, then you better dock everybody, Right? If you're gonna dock, uh, if you're gonna dock Florida State for not looking good the past two weeks, well, are you gonna dock Alabama for struggling against a six and six Auburn team? Like, what are we actually doing? This is this is asinine. It's it's absolutely ridiculous, 
And, and to all the people are, who are saying, well, Alabama is unequivocally, clearly the better team. Based on what? Like, give me actual facts and then you can talk. Because here's the facts. Alabama lost to Texas. That's a fact, right? Alabama beat LSU by 14. That's a, that's a fact. Florida State beat LSU by 21. That's a fact. The idea that Alabama has is magically better than Texas, which is what I keep hearing, is an opinion. Now, you can use statistical data to try to make the argument, right? But we actually have a head-to-head on-field result by two teams that each have a loss. This is not like Ohio State-Penn State seven years ago where Penn State had two losses, one of them being a 27-point beatdown by the Wolverines, right? This is different. This is two teams who both have a loss and both have won their conference championship. Texas beat that Alabama team by 10. That is a fact. You can't undo that. So that's like, that's a strike against Bama, right? And now you have Florida State who has lost zero games, who has two marquee wins out of conference. And I know Florida, again, they're not good. But you know what? They scheduled the game. You know what? They scheduled LSU and they beat LSU by more points than Alabama. And now all of a sudden, Alabama is magically better than Florida State. Well, because you know, uh, Florida State doesn't have their starting quarterback. Okay, cool. I'd take that defense anywhere. They held LSU to 24 points. By the way, Alabama, when they pulled away late in that game, Jaden Daniels wasn't playing. Are we going to account for that? No, of course not. It's a joke. And then all the people who are saying, well, Florida State needed to prove like Ohio State had to prove in 2014, that they are, without a shadow of a doubt, a top four team. Based on what? Ohio State had to prove it because they lost to a 6-6 six and six Virginia Tech team and struggled mightily against other teams. They had one marquee win in conference, and that was Michigan State. They went to double overtime against a mediocre Penn State team that year. They were taken to the limit by a 5-7 and seven Michigan team. And they had a third-string quarterback. So, yeah, they had to prove something. They had a loss. They had a bad loss. You know who doesn't, doesn't have a loss? Florida State. You know who doesn't have a, a loss of any kind? Florida State. Why the heck do they have to prove anything? And, and let's not forget... You know, if anybody had to prove something, it was Alabama. And you know what? Alabama, they beat Georgia. Good for them. Really good win. Great win. 
Have we forgotten about the controversy? The little bobble at the end of the first half that led to the siding touchdown? Like, it, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke that we think that just because Alabama beat Georgia, well, that's why, they're, that's why they should get in over Florida State. Again, I have no problem with Bama. I think Bama's great. But here's what I'm, what I'm sick of. Is I'm sick of the media bias. And it, it's bias. People have come out and said, including Kirk Herbstreet, including so many others, saying, well, I would rather see this. I don't care. Go into that locker room. Go talk to those kids. And go tell them why you thought they don't deserve to be in the playoff. I think every single college football playoff committee member should go specifically to Tallahassee and tell each and single, every one of those players why they think they don't get to play for a national championship. It's a joke. It's, it's absolutely, it's an abomination of this sport. And I've said before, and I, and, 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 and I realize that I might sound hypocritical here. So I, I, I've said about the reality that college football is changing and that college football is, is a national sport. It's, it's become a, a, a driven by money and business. And that's true. And that's why there's so many different changes with NIL and with all these things. But at some point, you can't lose sight of the fact that this is a game for college players. And you have to, you can't just make decisions based on money. This was a money decision, plain and simple. They were concerned, well, what if Florida State can't hang with Michigan? Well, you know what? If they can't hang with Michigan, then Michigan goes to the national championship game. That's the point of a playoff. The point of a playoff is not to get good television. I mean, come on. The Big Ten, and let's, let's be clear. The Big Ten has been fine with bad football games in their championship game for the past several years. Otherwise, they would have gotten rid of divisions years ago. No offense to the Big Ten West, but the West has been non-competitive most years in the Big Ten championship game. They've, but I mean, they, they still get ratings. People still want to watch it. What? I, <sighs> there is no good logic. That's not true. There, there are some things you can say that at least are somewhat compelling to at least consider Alabama over Florida State and Texas over Florida State for that matter. Because it's, it's both and. This, see, and this is the problem. I, I think you can make arguments about Texas and Alabama, but, but the reality is, and here's where I think the hard line is, Texas and Alabama both have a loss and Florida State doesn't. And... You can say what you want about the ACC. The ACC has not been great. Let's let's not forget that Miami 
just drilled Texas A&M. Alabama struggled against Texas A&M. Remember, remember that? Are, are, like, are we... This, this, I, I, there are arguments to be made in favor of the one-loss teams over Florida State. And, and it is of schedule. Both Bama and Texas played uh, according to Sagarin, according to uh, FPI and SP+, all those different statistical ratings or, and, and computer ratings. They played a much harder schedule. Played a much harder schedule. So I, I, I understand that. Okay, I understand that that's the one area where I would say you have a leg to stand on. However, if you look at FPI and if you look at strength of record, I believe Florida State's above them. Now, let me fact check this before... I go on. Yes, Florida State is three in strength of record. Their strength of schedule is is weaker. It's 55. But their strength of record of being undefeated is third. Right below Washington and Michigan. By the way, no offense to Michigan fans, someone was arguing with me about the argument that Washington could have made for being the number one team. And people, you know, were getting upset with me. And I was like, hey, Washington has played a really difficult schedule. But that's another argument. that's, That's not nearly as big of a deal. Michigan fans actually might want to be two at this point. Um, but the here, here's my, my point. Do, do I think Florida State... Do I think that they uh, would beat any of these teams right now on a neutral field with... Rotemeyer or Brockland. I I don't know. I'll tell you what I know. That defense took Louisville to task. And that's 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 a Louisville team that beat down on Notre Dame. They have been they have been effective offensively against pretty much everybody they've played. Florida State just demolished them up front. Like I'm, I'm not so sure they don't win a game in the college football playoff, even with their quarterback situation. And so to say, well, we just, we just don't think you're good enough. Those other games don't matter. Like, how do you know? You, you just don't know. And if you don't know, then all you're doing is you're making a decision based on a guess. And at that point, you might as well just put the top four teams in from ESPN's FPI, which nobody actually wants to do that. You want to know why? Well, one, because ESPN 
doesn't like the Big Ten anymore. And the top three teams in FPI are Big Ten schools. Oh, actually, no, make that the top four teams are Big Ten schools as of next year. Because it's Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, and Oregon. Alabama is fifth, Georgia sixth, Texas is seventh. Washington is 13th, Florida State's 11th. So by the way, in terms of power index, you left out the wrong team, the wrong undefeated team apparently. Now, FPI is flawed. I'm not saying go with the My point is this. If you just want to just say, well, who are the best teams? Who are the best teams according to Vegas? Well, it's these teams. Okay, put them in the top four. Who are these teams? Who are the best teams according to uh Sagarin or to, to this computer model or this computer model. That's not the point. The point is to pick, you know, they say to pick the best four teams. But how do you know who the best four teams are? Well, by doing it on the field. Doesn't seem that way. Because Florida State didn't lose. And you can say all you want about their schedule. You can say all you want about their personnel. You can say all all I know is this. There's a lot you don't know because you got to see one game with Rotomayor, or actually two games with Rotomayor, and one game with the third string. That's all you saw. And what you saw was wins. Well, it was ugly because nobody else had an ugly win this year. Right? It's ridiculous. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. Maybe I'm going out on a limb here. But I I, I would have to think that at least there are some of you out there that agree with all this. You know, I'll, I'll put up a poll on this pod about, you know, about the committee and what you think. Uh, so make sure to respond on that on Spotify. Uh, let me know your thoughts and email. I got a bit emotional in this and I hate, I hate that this is our system. And the, despite the fact that we're going to 12 next year, I still have issues with it because this committee is not going anywhere. And they have proven year in and year out that they will do anything they can to justify what they want. And that makes me think that the integrity of the sport is just a joke. It's a joke. The best sport in the world, and it's, it's tarnished by, by 13 people in a room. And it's, it's absurd. This has been the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. Take care. God bless.